The tables get turned today on Attorney General Letitia James by our guest, Mel Witte. Sit back, grab yourself a cup of coffee or whatever it is that you're into. You're listening to America Emboldened with Greg Bolden, Chris Michaels, here on the America Out Loud Network. Let's get emboldened. You don't know what they do. You don't know what they sacrifice. We have lost touch with the principles in the Constitution. Nobody's read the Declaration of Independence. You are voting for socialism, and you got what you voted for. Welcome, bold Americans, to another episode of America Emboldened. As always, I'm your host, Greg Bolden, both here on the America Out Loud Network, as well as all of your social media networks. Just type in at America Emboldened in the search bar. You'll find us on Rumble, even on YouTube. We're back. That's right. They got me back from ban. I can start talking again, but I got to be careful with what I say because, you know, the YouTube overlords like to monitor all of that stuff. As always, make sure you go over to americaoutloud.news where you can check out all my colleagues' work, people like the great Dr. Peter McCullough, uh, Paul Engel, as well as my co-host tonight, Chris Michaels. Welcome to the show. Hi, Greg. How's it going? It's going great, brother. We've made it to the end of another week. And so we got the weekly recap and we got a, a heck of a show for people tonight. That's right. We do. Because what's going on in New York and in Georgia with all of these atrocious attorneys going against Trump is unconscionable. I can't believe somebody like Letitia James gets to walk free. And then this week, I'm not sure if you've heard about her. She's going after one of the biggest meat producers out there because they are hiring people and she's claiming the more people that this company hires, so beef patties and things like that, the worst it's going to be for climate change and all of that. You've got to be kidding me. <laughs> oh, look, isn't, isn't that, I mean, it's your future girlfriend right there. Uh, no, Letitia no, James. Not, no, that is a county fair blue ribbon winner. If I've ever saw one. Oh, I no, think I know no. where you're going with that. So mm -hmm. you're not a fan of the attorney general, the 67th mm -hmm. attorney general of the state of New York. Yeah, no, she's a big zero in my book. Well, we're finding that she doesn't have big zeros in her pocketbook because our guest oh. tonight just did an incredible expose uh, that was published on a uh, website called under or uncoverdc.com. Mel Witte. Now, Mel Witte has gone into Letitia James's purse financials, found out she's got a pretty extravagant taste for hotels in Puerto Rico, as well as she likes to stay in the finest of places throughout the state of New York and take chartered private jets. And, you know, not saying anything illegal here, but I think what we're going to find from our guest tonight is going to be very interesting. I think so, too. So let's get into it. All right, let's go. Mel Witte, welcome to America Emboldened. Hi. Thank you for having me. 
Absolutely. We're glad to have you here with us. As uh, my viewing audience, you can see Mel here, and we'll put up some information as well. Uh, but for those that are listening, you can find Mel on X at Village Crazy Lady, but forget the A in village. So V-I-L-L-G-E Crazy Lady, uh, you'll be able to find. But Mel, outside of that kind of interesting X name, tell people a little about what you do and uh, the interest that you have in uncovering financials and uh, the type of work that you're doing on your page. Okay. So um, I kind of started my page during COVID. Uh, obviously everything was insane. You know, the whole world lost its mind. And so um, one day I was out at uh, a school opening school rally for, um, it was in front of the governor's mansion in August, 2020. And uh, this, with my sister and it was like five of us out there. And this guy rolls up and he says, <laughs> You guys are like the village crazy ladies out here, you know, of course, because we wanted to send our kids back to school, you know, of course, that's that's was nuts back then. And um, so my name is kind of just a, a play on that. We my sister and I would joke about that, you know, as being the village crazy ladies because we wanted to do something as normal as send our kids to school. And so that's kind of where it came from. And I never actually thought that, you know, it's kind of just shouting into the void. I never thought that anybody would ever listen to me. But um, I have a background in political science. I went to um, uh, school. I have a degree in political science. So I've always been interested in politics. And um, I wanted to be a lawyer until I worked for a lawyer. <laughs> and then I realized I didn't want to work 80 hours a week. So um, I just started a small business that I run out of my house and, um, but politics is my passion. So, um, uh, I'm a registered Republican. I've always, you know, I, I'm a conservative, like a re, you know, a, a true conservative. I mm -hmm. believe in small government. I believe in strong communities. Um, I believe in, in most, uh, really traditional conservative values, but definitely not a neocon, not, not a globalist by any means. I'm, I'm an isolationist to be quite honest with you, <laughs> but, um, you fit right in with yes, us. Yes, there we real go. Good, sign me <laughs> up. Uh, America first, America only. Period, and uh, uh, really nothing to say after that. But uh, so, anyways, so obviously that clashes with a lot of conservative, a lot of Republicans, and the way that they view the world nowadays. So, you know, um, starting in 2020, I just got really frustrated with Republicans, just how inept they were, how, you know, no backup for Trump, you know, everybody can can kind of blame Trump for caving into Democrats. But at the same time, he never really had any fighters on our side really uh, supporting him. I mean, they, you know, everybody can say about him kind of giving into Democrats, but nobody ever really talks about the fact that nobody really backed him up on, you know, in power on our side. So I like to go after those guys, these big talk do nothing. So my first um, ever kind of dig, I got suspended on Twitter last July for saying something I should no, have said. Naughty, I got, naughty. <laughs> I got, I got put in jail for 30 days. And um, uh, I was, I was really irked with Tim Scott's um, presidential campaign, right? Because I knew, I knew what he was doing. I knew he had a lot of money left over from his Senate race in 2020 and I knew he was just going to wash it through this presidential campaign. And I called it in May. Um, but I started digging on the FEC website. Um, and I was really kind of astonished with what I found on Tim Scott. Because last year, or um, in 2022, Tim Scott spent $38 million getting reelected in South Carolina. 
His Democrat opponent only raised $200,000. So I was like, how does that even happen? How, how is that even possible? And so that's when I found out that these politicians can spend this money any way that they want to, essentially. If they can claim that it is related to politics, they can spend it. And if right. you're a politician, everything is related to politics. So I got really good at downloading FEC data, sorting it in um, on my Mac. And uh, sorry, I'm like, I'm like nervous. My chest is all red. Oh, don't worry about it. <laughs> but uh, so I got um, I downloaded it on uh, uh, onto my Mac. Got really good at sorting it and kind of seeing like what it is pulling out, right? So, anyways, right. I've been doing this for a while, and um, uh, I have a podcaster, James Clary. He runs a um, a radio show out of uh, Southeast Missouri. He asked me last week, and so normally I focus on Republicans when I'm writing my threads, and I've written some big ones on Tim Scott, Dan Crenshaw, um, Steve Scalise, but um, he said, hey, would you mind looking into Letitia James? And so I was like, well, this will be fun, because I don't ever go after Democrats. I just always assume they're corrupt, and I just, you know, just kind of just ignore them from there. And so when I pulled her up, I was really shocked at, number one, at the financing that she had. She has raised in, in five years twelve million dollars. This is for a, an attorney general seat. That that's that's big big money, and she has spent twelve million dollars in to win this perfectly safe seat. Now, when you're running for um, a seat safely in in a um, place like New York, or if you're a Republican and you're in South Carolina or Alabama or whatnot. Um, your only real uh, race is your primary race, right? She won that in 2018. She hasn't had a single, no threat to her job since, right? So there's no reason to spend uh, $7 million on re-election, just none. And well, I, I, I did a show uh, several weeks ago. People were wondering why candidates suspend campaigns versus call it quits and end them. Mm -hmm. And one of the reasons why is because they can keep the purse open yeah. uh, and they use it as consultants. Yeah. And so when Vivek Ramaswamy is saying, you know, I'm suspending my campaign, mm -hmm. what he's really doing is he's now putting money back into the coffers to help his favors later on in his career. Uh, so he's greasing palms because he knows that's going to pay off later on. Oh, uh, Liz Cheney turned her yes. uh, $12 million that was left over from her primary campaign into a quote-unquote pack, which just flies private jets around the country, <laughs> you know? Um, Wait, that's it, all it's for? It's just, it's um, that's just all, that's what it's, she's built out so far. Yeah. Oh my God. Sounds just like you're in I life, Chris. You <laughs> yeah. know, just all those private jets we had Alan too. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. So even I, if it's I, for the next town over, um, it's just it's <laughs> maddening. So I pull up um, Letitia James. I get her, um, and I start looking through her uh, her stuff, and I, I'm just like, you know, Puerto Rico. You know, first thing I see when I'm looking at 2023 expenditures again, she got reelected in 2022. So I'm looking at 2023 elect um, expenditures, and she had she spent um, 1.1 million dollars in 2023. Again, it's like, what are you campaigning for? You you just won reelection. You've got another four years, um, and I'm you know I, I 
So what I do, I download the data and I immediately sort it by expense code first. Um, most of the time they're atrocious with their, and so you have to dig a lot deeper and she was especially awful, but, um, immediately you see lodging and you'll see, um, you know, Martha's Vineyard, um, but Puerto Rico was a bunch. It was, um, uh, about five different, um, uh, charges. Yeah. So what is that? So that's three, but one of them, the one that's 9,000, that was split into a couple and those were different dates. So um, it's same hotel, but different dates. So there was clearly a bunch of trips there. Hmm. Um, And I'm like, okay, what's, I did find out that apparently there's at least one Democrat conference in um, uh, Puerto Rico. So that's one of the charges, I don't know. I don't know if they just have these conferences all the time. Still, I'm like, why does a state attorney general from New York need to go to Puerto Rico for a conference? It doesn't make any sense to me. But you can see luxury hotels. Um, then I see, you know, I start doing the meals and the meals are wild. That I took all of her data from all five years. So she opened her campaign in May of 2018. So this is four and a half years, really. Um, $101,000 in meals. And wow. it's not big catering events. Those She has those on there too, but I didn't include those when I added these up. I just included regular checks, um, you know, and- well, you, you say you included regular checks and in your article, you talk about Dunkin' Donuts, Dave and Buster's, but, and you know, a $700 steakhouse in Brooklyn, which I'm all for. I like my steakhouses in Brooklyn. I'm sure Michael's does as well, but there's also $7,000 that was billed as an office expense mm-hmm. at a nightclub in New York city. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's the- so this is when I had to go through line by line because I, you know, I noticed right away, like, okay, I'm seeing, I don't know if you can see at the bottom there, it says um, Crown Plaza um, in uh, Desmond. That's also, that was a $5,500 bill. That was also billed as office. So she had a lot of these offices, you know, um, half of her JetBlue um, uh, airline tickets were billed as office. Um, So, yeah, but so, so I just... It's like went one by one and counted and added them up, you know, and it was, it was incredible. And again, I, I looked at some of these restaurants when I say it's still an average bill, that wasn't enough to like take a big group of people out $700. This is, this is the right. dinner for probably two, maybe three people, you know, because they're expensive restaurants. Right. So what you see when you start looking at these these politicians at their expenditures is that they supplement their lifestyles and they live like kings on their campaign donations. So now, isn't there something that's just screams not legal with all of this by miscategorizing all of these expenditures? So, I mean, I ran a business. So as an S-Corp, I was able to keep the receipts and instantly give myself a 30% pay raise. Because if I don't use that money, the government takes it and I never see that money. Mm-hmm. So I might as well just go to happy hours, spend it on gas, you know, buy computers, pencils, pens, erasers, whatever I needed. So but but I had to make sure that I had all the receipts in proper order to mm-hmm. do something like that. How could she just sit there and go to a nightclub and do God knows what in New York City with probably Mary, Mayor Eric Adams and get away with it as office? 
Well, maybe, maybe, maybe Mayor Adams was just raided today in search because of Mel's article. I thought one of his, <laughs> one of his number ones. Yeah, I, I saw that. I saw that. Um, but I thought it was a misuse of her office. So yeah. that's all. Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't think. I mean, I, I'm telling you, what I've seen that these people charge state and federal. I had somebody link me. They this guy who, um, good guy, does uh, has done the same stuff in Ohio. And he he tracked where a Ohio state representative charged his campaign fourteen thousand dollars for gas in like two years. <laughs> you know, it, again, they just they're supplementing their lifestyles to live clearly beyond their means. And um, so then you have to wonder what where do they get the money? Obviously. Now, one of the things that came up in your article, which, by the way, just once again, UncoverDC.com, go over there, you can find Mel Woody's uh, article there. Uh, You talk about ghost donors, Mm -hmm. um, and you had no idea just what the total donations were going to come be, but you feel that she's wrapped up in a scam with ghost donors. Can can you explain that to the, the audience a little bit? Right. So ghost donors, this is something that was first uncovered, um, by James O'Keefe has done fantastic work on it. Um, another um, gentleman named um, Peter Bernegger, and I'm going to tell you, um, Mr. Bernegger has done incredible. I had never heard of him until he contacted me, and I want to tell you his website because this gentleman, and you guys, everybody needs to go check it out. Um, his website is called electionwatch.info. And so what he has done is um, he has tracked all of these ghost donors along with James O'Keefe's work through the entire country. And these people, I I was blown away when I saw this website. It's an interactive map. As you can see, click on a state. They will bring up every ghost donor they have tracked. They, They tapped a, they put an API straight into the FEC and download all of the receipts you will just be, you will be blown away. You will see how pervasive this problem is. So what's a quick definition okay, of a so ghost, a, a ghost donor? donor and, and um, Mr. Bernegger, he calls them Smurfs. Um, I just, I saw somebody call it ghost owning one time. So that's kind of what I've just always called it. But um, what it is, is bots. Well, someone, we don't know who um, uses bot, a bot system to run donations through the names of mostly elderly Americans. And they do this to circumvent the the campaign donation limits. So at a federal level, you are are limited to, um, I believe it's $3,600. I believe it actually might be more than that per, for a primary and then another, 36 for the general, right? So it's like 7,200 total that you're allowed to give to each candidate, right? So what these people are doing is is they are using the names, you know, they're using the names and the addresses of older people to make donations in their name, which is a way to circumvent that. Um, It's an old scam. It's, you know, you may, there was a, a case kind of famous, um, um, Jeffrey Figer, it was out of Michigan, personal injury lawyer. He ended up getting taken to, to court 
uh, by the federal government for this. He actually did get off on it, but it was it revolved around the same thing: him giving his secretary thousands of dollars and asking her to make donations. Um, and, and James O'Keefe uncovered a lot of this too. Um, he did. So right? yeah, he went knocking door to door, <laughs> showing people this. Yeah. Right, and he saw a bunch of donations, hundreds mm-hmm. of donations, thousands in some cases I mean, for look, these people. Look at this, Chris. I mean, you got here a total amount of donations of ninety three thousand six hundred and forty one dollars to somebody. Um, all thirty five dollar maximum donations. Do you know how many wow. maximum thirty five dollar donations you need that gets a ninety three thousand six hundred forty one? So, so the, yeah, that person's got, you know, 8,000 donations made in there, which is just ridiculous, you know. Um, now, what's it, what's ridiculous to me is you remember that people that donated to BLM thought they were actually doing something. But in reality, that money was going to act blue, right? Mm-hmm. So then we find out what James O'Keefe found out, where all of these people are having act blue donate in their name. Mm-hmm. So are we looking at all of these major corporations like Bank of America and God knows what else? Remember, all of these huge corporations were donating to BLM, literally fighting against Donald Trump, pumping money into Act Blue and the Democrat Party, and then Act Blue just taking advantage of these poor people that have no idea what's going on. Be- before you answer, Mel, uh, Chris, great question. Let's get to a quick commercial break. And then get a word in from our sponsors and come right back and we'll get an answer to that question. What you're seeing with Act uh, Red, Vote Blue, and all those organizations. Ladies and gentlemen, make sure you go over to AmericaOutloud.news where you can check out all of my colleagues' work as well as AmericaOutloud.store. Check out great health products, things like Healthy Cell, to help keep you in a good frame of functioning both in mind and body. Very important, ladies and gentlemen. We'll be right back after this brief break. You're listening to American Bolden with Greg Bolden, Chris Michaels, and our special guest, Melissa Witte. Be right back. Many voices, one freedom, united in the First Amendment. Our goal is to herald the voice of genuine liberty at AmericaOutloud.news. A place where you'll find the naked truth expressed with a patriotic heart. Now is our time, my fellow Americans. America Out Loud Talk Radio. Liberty and justice for all. Cholesterol, blood pressure, blood sugar, inflammation, and weight. These are all real-world problems that 87% of Americans are struggling with. Fight back with Heal Right. Heal Right is a bar you eat, but it's food as medicine that addresses the nutritional root cause of health issues in just eight weeks. Take action today. Visit HealRight.com outloud or AmericaOutloud.shop and use the code OUTLOUD for 20% off. Millions of Americans are needlessly suffering from the long-haul effects of the toxic spike protein. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company designed their spike support formula to counteract harmful spike protein from COVID-19 and vaccines so you can feel your best. Go to OutLoudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. 
Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, back to the conversation. We're speaking with Mel Witte, who has uncovered not just Letitia James's finances, but many other politicians as well. And we're trying to find out what role are all these consulting firms and think tanks playing in our elections. And we're continuing the conversation right here. Talk about where is the whole act blue and vote red movement. Well, it's it's not just them. There's a very oh, real possibility it's foreign co- countries. Exactly. Um, exactly. It's it, it's it's actually scary because we don't know. We do know it's not one person because it's billions and billions of dollars. Um, we also know that it's pervasive. It's it's not just Act Blue. Um, I on my pinned thread, if you go on Twitter, um, uh, it took off with Act Blue in 2018. And when Red got on the boat in 2020, yep. and um, uh, you know, I'm not going to say that all of these, um, all of these, uh, I'm sorry, um, politicians know that it's happening, um, but some of them, you know, like a Tim Scott, I, I got a hard time believing you don't know when you raise $35 million and you spend $35 million that you don't need to, to do either one of those things to win your reelection. But, you know, you, you're running around on private jets and you're, you know, I mean, Tim Scott had $200,000 worth of hotels and this was six years, but still that's, you know. You, you might need that type of money if perhaps you wanted to find yourself as a vice president to Donald Trump. You're, you're trying to cultivate an image, I suppose. I'm curious. Have you ever looked in? I'd be Mel. I'd be curious if you go and research Kamala Harris and look at these same numbers leading up to the 2020 election for Kamala Harris. I'd really be curious as to what you'd find. I looked into Chuck Schumer today. Oh, Chuck Schumer oh. was very similar to Tim Scott in 2022. Obviously, Chuck Schumer has a very safe seat. Chuck Schumer raised 42 million dollars. Um, his Republican opponent raised five hundred thousand. <laughs> um, Chuck Schumer spent twenty six million dollars um, of that. The rest of it he he gave to other people. Um, it, it, Chuck Schumer spent about twelve million dollars on quote unquote website consulting. Okay. <laughs> that's, a, that's a hell of a website there. Yeah, right. You know, he's got he's got. Did, I mean, I'd build, building his next to Amazon. <laughs> I, I mean, it was just like, I was cracking up. He had all these text messages consulting. I was like, you know, I can just see them like, all right, come here, grandpa. Let me teach you how to use your iPhone. You know, he's got like $2 million charged to that. Um, all, I mean, it's just ridiculous. Obviously the consulting scam is the biggest scam that there is, but we don't know what they're doing. Crazy thing about Chuck Schumer's um, $12 million in um, uh Consulting fees. Let me see if I can pull this up. I'm sorry. Did that make me? So does it say which consulting firms they're giving this money? I'm going to tell you because you're going to laugh at this. Oh, good. Okay, so it's a company called Trilogy Interactive LLC. Okay. 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 And he has got the billing address for Trilogy Interactive, which is a real company. I looked it up. The billing address is for Palo Alto, California, and it's just a random dude's house. Nine one <laughs> Way, Palo Alto. And, wow! Yeah. So he's just giving cash out to some favorite I mean, friends. It says Trilogy Interactive, but all of the billing addresses are this Palo Alto house. I look it up. 
guy that owns the house is not associated with this with this company at all. And um, I'm like, wow, what the hell is going on? Here? It's pretty interesting to see that I'm finding this connected, but this Berkeley, California uh, connection that I'm finding here, um, they have their own page. It looks like on uh, X that's talked about some very interesting content as well. They have a post February 27th that states, make no mistake, Republican opposition to birth control will cost them dearly this fall. We're thrilled to see New York Times shed light on our client, Americans for Contraception, and we're honored to fight with them for access to birth control and IVF. Now, that's an interesting standpoint. Uh, if they're involved in providing individuals money, who, who was uh, one of the people receiving money from them? Well, no, this is, um, uh, this was Chuck Schumer paying them, paying them, paying them. Okay. Well, I mean, still that's, yeah. that's, that's interesting because it sounds like maybe, uh, paying come up them. with the, the marketing scheme for what he's going to talk about. Right. Paying them an exorbitant amount of money. Um, I mean, $12 million again to, uh, for a, a guy who, um, doesn't even need to run a campaign, you know? Uh, what could you, po again, like I said, what could you possibly be consulting on, you know, for, for that much? Because again, you might say, oh, well, that's, that's including internet ads, but no, they, those are billed separate. So this is just billed as consulting. And what I found is that the consulting thing is really is the biggest scam out there because these consulting firms, what they do is they go and they run the bills. They pay for the travel. They and it's a way that they can hide what they're really spending their money on. These, um, you know, uh, Steve Scalise is a master at this. He um, and every now and then they'll slip up and they'll put in. You know, Steve Scalise will run a four hundred thousand dollar a month travel, food, and consulting bill with just this one company. Um, again, four hundred grand. <laughs> oh, yeah, a month. We spent $25 million on quote unquote expenditures in a two year period from his joint fundraising accounts, which he has two of that you don't even really see. If you go to open secrets, you'll see, Oh, he had, you know, he raised $12 million. What you don't know is, is that the other way that they get around these campaign contributions is they run these joint fundraising committees, which is the place where, if you have a joint fundraising committee, you can take in the max amount for you. And then you can take in the max amount for every single person that is connected to that joint fundraising. So if they're, if they've got like the, the um, national Republican congressional committee, which has got, you know, 200 Republicans on it, whoever have our many in the house. Now, Steve Scalise, who is joined in, in that joint fundraising, he can take the max amount for every single person on that list. So he can have these rich people write him $200,000 or $100,000 check, you know, $150,000 check. So that's how Steve Scalise has not one, but two that he raised $50 million with in the 2022 cycle, $25 million he spent on expenditures. Wow. Wow. Well, he's not the I, only one. I mean, I'm not, I'm not just like singling, you know, the Republicans oh, no, I know. kick me off because yeah. again, like I said, I, I expect the Democrats to be crooks. So 
So when you say that you're going to be the honest one, you're the fiscally conservative one. And you, like the Democrats are fiscally conservative. What? Republicans. Yeah. Conservative ones. And then they're yeah, blowing money like this. And then we only win the house by seven seats. Right. Because we won, we lost winnable races because you guys are over here blowing this money on crap. And instead of putting it into the races that need it. Sorry. I get, I get worked up. <laughs> when, when I ran for office years ago, the decision about who was going to win which race was made before the, the nominations even occurred. Yeah. And I was one of those people. They put me up and they said, well, you're just essentially going to be a placeholder for this. And we know you're not going to win, but you'll get your name out there. And that's what this is saying to me. Mm-hmm. They have a group of people that they know will play ball because of God knows what, you know, whether they're part of the same fraternal organization or whatever. And they just keep these people in the loop, keep making your money, keep grifting. And then at some point you'll get the tap. And if you've been a good boy or a good girl, then you'll get into that office and then you'll get a book deal when you're done. Yeah. I think this goes even deeper. So just to kind of go down the rabbit hole for a quick second, I'm going to go back to this trilogy interactive, right? So while Mel was speaking, I was just kind of curious. Who follows Trilogy Interactive since they hardly have any following on the X format or X platform? I just want to say one thing. Yes. Careful. We all remember what you did this summer, Greg. Yeah, I know. It's, <laughs> it's not good when I go down these rabbit holes, is it? It's it's not good for, for me. Um, but I'm going to tell uh, Mel, here's who you want to look into. Make sure you look at John Fetterman. Oh, because oh, I, I will give you uh, my guarantee that I believe you're going to find John Fetterman Trilogy Interactive are <laughs> tied at the hip. The other thing you're going to find is that Trilogy Interactive is going to be controlling software that is some of the most powerful software on the planet. Uh, they're going to be using what's called amplification tools in order to put messages on social media. And so when they're paying these consulting groups, it's not consulting that they're paying for. They're paying for the interactive status of amplification and the hubs the trilogy can present for those candidates in order to put those political messages forward. So this goes much further than just simply, here's a consulting fee. This is the service that they're getting for that, which really should be illegal on social media because it's propaganda and influencing people in their minds. And it is the mind virus. You know, it's mind virus is not just woke. The mind virus is money and exploitation. Mm -hmm. And, you know, um, one of the, another, one of the reasons, you know, why I think that um, initially that, that um, James O'Keefe's story didn't get that much traction. And even my, you know, I've, I've had that um, uh, my pinned tweet. I've had that there for, uh, since September for months and months um, is that a lot of the online influencers, they directly benefit from this. They are getting paid. You, you could run some of their names in, you know, um, into the system and you'll find that they have these LLCs that are getting these $10,000 checks a month. Now they're not disclosing that they're being paid to, but a lot of this quote unquote consulting is them putting out, feelers to their massive audiences. And, you know, I mean, so again, they, they don't, they have a disincentive to report on this, but again, it's like, 
where is this money coming from? We need to know that because, I mean. In everything that you've researched, where do you think the money may be coming from? And this is just conjecture. Oh, I, I, I think it's definitely probably there's a lot of, of foreign money. Definitely. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, China, Israel, Ukraine, yeah. a lot of that Ukraine money is washing back through. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Especially with what happened with FTX and what we found out there. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, they never want this thing in the Ukraine to end mm-hmm. because then the gravy train stops. Right. Right. So it, I wouldn't be surprised if Taiwan, probably. Yeah, probably that too. More money laundering in there. Mm-hmm. I remember a couple of years ago, I was shocked. The number one or number two country that was donating to the United States was Turkey. You would never suspect that. I mean, that, that has since yeah. changed since I looked at mm-hmm. that um, six years ago, seven years ago, whatever it is. I think the Ukraine is number two now, right? Yeah. Or is it number one? Qatar is a huge Yeah. One. So with all of this, you're actually talking about other countries Mm -hmm. subverting American. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. uh, No, no, no. Subverting American power and altering American policy and also altering American society. Oh, yeah. So now you're looking at social engineering, creating complacent civilizations and being able to walk all over the United States. Hello, Joseph Biden. You just you just look at our border. You look at the mess what border? that that is. You know, um, it it is infuriating. The we've got a hundred thousand Americans dying of fentanyl every single year. That's three hundred and twenty three people a day. You know, it, this government should should have been disbarred, disbanded. It is proven to be completely worthless, but nobody's interested in fixing it. And there has to be a reason why. And, you know, I, I, I prefer to think it's just because they are all corrupt, you know, and, and totally bought out than to think that they're just heartless, you know, sociopaths who just don't care at all. You know, I don't, I don't know. Which I, one I lean doing. towards the latter on all this <laughs> because you, you cannot get all of this kind of complacency um, basically willfully. Uh, well, you can if you have money for it, right? Mm-hmm. But the problem that I see with all of this is that, like you brought up way in the beginning, why aren't any Republicans really doing something? Mm-hmm. Even Governor Abbott is dubious in all of this, too, because, oh, he stopped Eagle Pass. He put up barbed wire all over the place over there. Okay, well, walk a half a mile down the other way, and guess what? Everything is wide open. Yep. So... Why are they allowing this kind of thing? And I usually err on the side that a lot of these people that have been responsible for allowing something like this immigration example Mm -hmm. to occur, they've been tapped. There's a couple of governors. They're doing specific things, but the overall agenda is compartmentalized. So Abbott may know something. Um, Governor Hochul may know something. A- A- Mayor Eric Adams may know something. They think they're doing their part. But somebody that's pulling the strings here, they're the ones coordinating all of this. So, so I, I have a question. Uh, you have this post that you put out about Letitia James that you know we, we, we talked about earlier in the show. I've noticed that you have accounts. I mean, you have like 25,000, 26,000 followers on your own, but you got accounts with 600,000 followers 
putting this story out there, reposting, and multiple accounts with huge followings. But I'm looking at the post that you put with the UncoverDC.com. It's only got 20,000 views, mm -hmm. despite Tracy Beans putting it out with 600,000 followers, Laura Loomer putting it out there with her hundreds of thousands of followers. Mm -hmm. And I got to wonder, when you're looking at this type of information, and I see that this trilogy is out there that does the AMP program, mm -hmm. if there's not somebody out there already going, hey, Letitia, they're just reporting on your finances, but don't worry, we're going to de-amplify it. And they should. On your, yeah, on your end, does it look like this is being de-amplified since you posted yesterday? So this is definitely my biggest threat. So, um, but I experienced this uh, in early December when they kicked George Santos. I don't know how you guys feel about him. I'm, I'm really split on Santos. <laughs> I've looked into all the finances. So like I said, he didn't do anything that I, that the rest of them don't do. And I was kind of like, I was a little, I was annoyed with the Republicans on Santos. I understand why people don't like him, but whatever. Um, I don't have strong opinions on them either way, but I, I wrote, you know, Crenshaw got on his high and mighty horse and I'm not a fan of Dan Crenshaw. And he, um, so I, I made a post on him about, you know, it's, it's kind of rich you talking like this because let's go through your finances. Let's see what you spend money on because he is ridiculous. That man has billed his campaign $1,200 for camper event makeup, presumably for his wife, but uh, it could have been for him too. But, you know, I mean, he's, you know, he was all, all over um, Santos when he was, everything he does is like 10 times worse. So I put that out and it, it got retweeted. It was big. It was like real quick, you know, Marissa retweeted it. Um, Sean Davis, the guy from the Federalist, he retweeted it. Julie Kelly retweeted it and it was going really good. And then boom, it just crawl. Like, I mean, it was about 13 hours in and it just got shut down. You know, no swear words, no nothing. It was just solid information. And so, yeah, I think they get a hold of these things when that's where those like, consulting fees go mm -hmm. to de amplify people that bring up truthful information about them. Yeah. So I think uh, I've got I've got one question left anyway. What was it doesn't matter who it is. What was one of the most egregious spends that you uncovered throughout all of your work? Um, something that you just went, this is outrageous. This takes the cake. Number the, one. Honestly, the, the, um, the makeup thing with Crenshaw, Crenshaw is wild. Okay. <laughs> Crenshaw really? spending is insane. Okay. Um, uh, the, um, that, that was probably my favorite one. That one had me cracking up. Um, makeup. <laughs> <laughs> You know, what in the world? Oh, I, I found a guy, um, uh, my personal. Um, uh, I, I'm sorry. I was just waiting for her to tell me that the patch is all like. I, I was, oh, you oh, know. He had $18,000 and Crenshaw had $18,000 in promotional eye patches that he's. Wow. <laughs> wow. See, I was waiting for a glass eye joke, but uh, we went the other way. Was, was the, uh, was the company named Cyclops? <laughs> I, I don't even remember. I know. I was like, what? I mean, I, I, mean I, I wish I had it pulled up here. You can, if you search my page for Crenshaw, I've got it all itemized. I mean, it's, it's wild. That is insane. Well, Crenshaw's not doing the show now. Thanks, Mel. Oh God. <laughs> show is ruined. We're, we're never going to get a high profile guest like Dan Crenshaw. Oh. <laughs> uh, he's just, uh, he's a real piece of work. 
know. What was the other one you were going to mention? You were saying the makeup. What was the other one? Oh, challenge coins. They love some challenge coins. Those are those. What's that? Like, they're like um, metal coins, apparently. I didn't even know what it was. I actually had a follower explain it to me. But it's like a metal coin that they hand out. But they spend, you know, I've I've seen some guys spend $25,000 on these things. My personal representative, Richard Hudson, he dropped $27,000 at Vineyard Vines on quote unquote campaign apparel. Um, He doesn't have any employees for his campaign. So he just basically spent $27,000 on himself. He spent $18,000 at a um, bow tie and pocket square boutique uh, up in Raleigh. Um, He said it was for donor gifts. Now, 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 challenge coins. Correct me if I'm wrong. We've we've seen video of this on like the floor of Congress, where somebody walks up and they hand a coin to another individual, and it's supposed to show that they were a member of uh, or affiliated, or it could be used in military applications to right. say a job well done, uh, enhance morale. Um, but from what I understand, it, it, in our United States government now, there's speculation from some circles that it's, it, it's kind of a, a wink and a nod towards a membership or welcoming, and they do it publicly in front of others to let people know that they are, have been gifted or they're in on this. So that's a really interesting find actually. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've, um, you can find those, you know, you find some 9,000, 10,000, but I've seen up to 26,000, um, challenge coins. Well, listeners, if anybody wants to buy me a $26,000 challenge coin to enhance my morale, feel (laughs) free. I will be happy to accept that on your behalf. (laughs) You know, again, but the thing that that irks me is the consulting fees. Um, You know, it's just. So so, so I want to land the plane here. I want to land on Engeron and Letitia James and this $450 million plus uh, lawsuit. In what you've uncovered, I've been stating on the show, Chris has been stating that they're weaponizing right now against Donald Trump with these cases to try to bankrupt him, to try to drain the war chest, so to speak, in what's coming up for the political campaign. And it seems really targeted. In in the spending that you've seen with Letitia James and the people that she's been linked to and the places that she might've been traveling with the Democrats as far as conventions, instead of just minding what maybe an attorney general should be doing. Do you believe that any of the money that you tracked could show that there were people whining and dining alongside with her and she was going out with people that might have an agenda? Uh, Was there any evidence of that in this or is it too soon to tell or I don't know. So I, you know, I can't tell um, from that. Obviously, you know, um, there's not that many conferences. Um, there's just not. Okay. There's, you know, at the, like I said, at the, at least we had a, um, you know, the Four Seasons in Denver, the Be- Beverly Wilshire, the Beverly Hills Hotel, um, you know, $2,500 spent at hotels.com. Um, again, you're, you're the attorney general of the state. Okay, um, you need you should be in your state. Obviously, she has bigger political goals in mind, but um, the big thing is the is the ghost owners, um, because if we can get an audit of Act Blue and Win Red too, um, and trace back to where where that money is coming from, that's the only way it's going to happen. 
Did you look in the Sam Bankman freed? I didn't. Um, I, I do remember the scam with the. Uh, okay. So, so, so I did go into his financials mm -hmm. and there was a ton with the act blue mm -hmm. and the votes. And when I say a ton, it was almost as if he was buying off politicians. Oh yeah. I think his, he, he said, um, I think at one point that for the 2024, he wanted to spend a billion dollars. Correct. He said that was his goal. And isn't it interesting that a guy who creates probably one of the largest financial um, upheavals mm -hmm. in modern history, next to maybe Enron scandal, is going off out of prison, not serving any charges, get scot-free. It's almost as if uh, everybody looked after him, the attorney generals included, okay. which sounds to me like we have an entire bought and paid for system, which means that people should be paying attention to what's happening to Donald Trump because it could happen to you. Yeah. You know, I work, like I said, I worked for a criminal defense attorney. And so I'm, I'm especially um, uh, aware of what they're doing to Trump. Um, and uh, even if you don't like Donald Trump, you know, and I've certainly got my grievances with him, um, but you know, I, it's whatever, you know, I, mean, I, I don't, I don't like dislike him personally at all. I think he's funny, you know, you know, I just, sometimes I wish he was younger, you know, and I, I do, I wish he didn't have to, you know, I wish he didn't want to be so pleasing. I wish he were even half as mean as they try to say he is, you know, I'm like, just please, just believe I would give anything for him to be as ruthless as they say that he is, you know, but he's just not, he's, he's, he's a nice guy. And um, so, but like I said, I've worked with, you know, criminal defense and indigent um, clients. And so if they can do this to a billionaire, some poor schmuck that gets wrapped up in the system doesn't have a chance, period. You know, some poor guy that gets a, gets a court-appointed attorney, he will get railroaded. And I have seen it myself with my own two eyes. These corrupt prosecutors come in and they barely have to do anything. The, pres the presumption of innocence just doesn't even exist, to be quite honest with you. Everybody thinks if the government brings a case against you all the way to court, uh, you did something wrong, you know? And so for them to just break every rule, even the most basic ones, just to get Trump, I'm like, what you've actually done is just screwed over the little guy, you know, the guy, that, the people that you say you care about. You know, but I, and, and perhaps I think they know it and that's why they just don't want to prosecute any crimes. You know, that's their goal for, you know, that's their answer for that. So. Well, Mel, I appreciate you coming on to the show with Chris and I, I want to let listeners know right now, go over to X at village crazy lady, leave out the a in village V I L L G E crazy lady. As well as you can go over to, uh, you have uh, the, was it Uncover DC, one more time, dot com. Is that where most of your writing uh, takes place or are you on Substack? Where, where, where do, you, do people find you or is it just X threads? What's the best place? Yeah, but um, I did get hooked up with the ladies over at Uncover DC. So I'll be sending my stuff over to them as well. So, yeah. Excellent. And then uh, if you would like to help support uh, the work that Mel does as well, you have a buy me a coffee, don't you? I do. Yep. And it's All right. What, what, what's the buy me a coffee? Um, it's just like a, like a tip jar, essentially. If you, if you support, you know, um, yeah, independent journalism, it does take a long time to do these threads. It takes a long time to sift through the data. Um, 
uh, it, you know, that, that Lakeisha James thing. I mean, it, it took like a week, like every day, like just digging. Cause you have to go line by line. And of course I'm all, I'm like really hyper aware that I'm going to get something wrong. <laughs> so I'm, I triple check. If I put it out there, I can back it up always. Right. Yeah. So if you want to buy her a cup of coffee, you can do so for $5. You can buy five coffees, 10 coffees, et cetera. Buymeacoffee.com backslash village crazy lady. Same thing without the A in village. And you can go do that as well. Mel, we're going to be looking forward to seeing what you're doing next. Uh, we'll continue to repost your things between uh, at last call caravan, Chris Michaels account and myself, real Greg Bolden. Uh, and thank you for joining the show this evening. Yeah, it was a pleasure to, to hear all this. It was a lot of fun. And thank you for letting me talk so much. <laughs> oh, absolutely. If, if We'd be horrible hosts if we did not let, let our guests speak about the things that they're experts in. So I appreciate your time. And hopefully we honored all the listeners' time well as well. What, what do you think, Michaels? Everything went well tonight? I think it went splendidly. Excellent. I think we want more dirt next time. Yeah. Maybe so we can come up with a, a short list of people that we want the tea spilled on. Yeah, and, and then, well, my next dig is going to be into these FEC um, board members. You beautiful. Know? Uh, we, you remember the financial crash? We we learned that at the SEC, it was just a revolving door, and when they were actually working at the SEC, they were just watching a bunch of porn. So wow. I think we're going to end so, up finding something very similar over at the FEC. So Mel, have you filed your taxes yet? <laughs> <laughs> I'd be very careful following know, your taxes right? this yeah. year after going down here. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, listeners, we hope that we honored your time. Well, we had a blast here this evening with Mel Woody. Make sure, as I said, go over, follow her on X as always. My brother, Chris Michaels. He's not actually my brother, but you know, he's a good friend here at last call caravan. Make sure you give him a follow as well as check out him on the America out loud news network with his show on Monday evenings at 7 PM named unleashed. It's available on the America out loud talk radio news network available on all of your favorite app stores whether you're using an Android device or an Apple device, you can download America Out Loud News and you'll get the talk radio network. And then he moves over to podcast format the next day. And as always, you know, you have my show every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday on the network, as well as my Patreon page where you get bonus content like Lightning America, Lightning Emboldened, which is at patreon.com backslash America Emboldened, where you can go over there, subscribe. And if you're liking this content, this interview on whatever social media site, whether it's YouTube, Rumble, the streaming services, click on subscribe, give it a like, give it a share, and we will do this all again next week for you. Have a great rest of your weekend, everybody. You've been watching and listening to America Emboldened with Greg Bolden, Chris Michaels, and our special guest, Mel Witte, here on the America Out Loud News Network. Be bold, America. Thank you.